This is Mr. Biz Radio, sponsored by Capital Plus. Over the next half hour, Mr. Biz, Ken Wentworth, a two-time national best-selling author and leading business advisor, will cover topics that help business owners operate their businesses more profitably and more efficiently. If you're ready to take your business to the next level, this program is for you. And now, here's Mr. Biz, Ken Wentworth. All right, all right. Welcome to Mr. Biz Radio with me, Mr. Biz, Ken Wentworth. We are brought to you by Capital Plus. Capital Plus removes the hassles of balancing cash flow by becoming your full-service credit and collections department. All right, guys. So we are back this week with part two um, of our customer experience series with none other than Mr. John Hansen. So, John, welcome back to the show. Thank you. Excited to be back. Thanks for uh, thanks for not ditching us. You know, it's easy to do. You know, I, I'm I'm not exactly the nicest guy sometimes. So, uh, <laughs> I have no idea what you're talking about. Thank goodness. <laughs> yeah, yeah, no. Uh, so anyway, like I said, we're talking our second part of the series. So if you missed the first one, go back and check it out um, on the website or on on uh, whatever uh, wherever you found this episode. Um, uh, and if you're listening on Internet Radio Network on DCN, you can go back to MrBizSolutions.com and uh, look on our page there and, and content and find the show. We've got all of our all past shows on there, so you can find the part one of what we talked about, and that was the four types of customers. Um, in this one, we're going to talk about customer experience winners and specifically best practices. Is that right, John? That's right. Yep. So John's got some examples for us. So he's going to tell us who are the winners, who do we want to emulate, how do we emulate them, and and so forth. So without further ado, let's get right into it. All right. So again, just to quickly summarize mm-hmm. uh, from from last segment, mm-hmm. the question of what's the difference between customer service and customer experience. So customer service is what we provide. It's an aspect of what we do, and we want to do it with world-class excellence, world class excellence that helps lead to what the customer takes away so customer experience then is our brand it's what they experience with us so customer service is what we do customer experience is what they get or what they what gets communicated to them what they take away as they have an experience with us so i thought it would be good to look at companies that are industry leaders in customer experience and then extract from them the principles that we can use in whatever size business you are. So starting off with the first one that just immediately hit me was was Disney. <laughs> happiest Fifth, place on earth. <laughs> the happiest place on earth, the most magical place on earth. I mean, some of these taglines that they give themselves and then have to live up to it mm-hmm. is remarkable. It's different from some saying we're number one, but to give that kind of a strong title, like the most magical place on earth, mm-hmm. 52 million visitors a year. Oh, my God. That's how many no people idea. go there. 52 million. Holy shnikes. And we're talking about Orlando in the summer. And sometimes this is like the once in a lifetime as a kid trip. Mm -hmm. Like we're going to save up and we're going to go to Disney. This is our Disney trip. So it's that big of a deal. Um, But 52 million times, um, that's remarkable. However, there's lots of amusement parks in everybody's state. Uh, Maybe not in Wyoming, but in most people's states, (laughs) right? right? right. There are amusement parks they could go to that were a lot closer, that have a lot to offer, that are fun, and save themselves a whole lot of money and a whole lot of um, blood, sweat, and tears. I hope not blood, but at least the sweat part. (laughs) If you're going down there in the summer, we experienced it in March, and it was hot. I can't imagine in the summertime, but why do they do that? Why do people take out a second mortgage sometimes, essentially, to go do that? Well, 
when you look at their process, first of all, every person that goes there is treated as if they're the the most important person. It's an individualized experience, meaning that if someone comes as a princess, you know how many millions of princesses visit <laughs> Walt Disney World every year? Well, I took four that myself. Princess, <laughs> that every princess is treated like they're the only one. So there's individualized attention, even if they're in a group where someone feels like I'm the princess if they're dressed like that. Mm-hmm. Um, another thing they do is that the people that work there in character, uh, it's highly competitive to get into that. They see themselves as actors where they are immersing themselves in this role. They become Sacagawea. They become um, uh, Snow White. They become one of the dwarfs. They they become that Mm -hmm. character. So when people are interacting with a character from Star Wars, they make that movie come to life. Now, you might be thinking, that is so abstract. There is no possible way that that could apply to a small business. (laughs) I beg to differ with you because here's the thing. Have you had an interaction, and I'm sure you have, over your years of experience with someone who has bought in to the company where they see it as their company, not just I'm putting in my eight hours I'm just to get a check, right? You've experienced that kind of interaction with somebody that works for somewhere, someone, works somewhere. Mm-hmm. But they didn't identify themselves as being a part of that. They didn't see it as their company. If you have people, especially in the customer-facing roles or the customer-interacting roles, that doesn't have that buy-in to that level where they identify as we, when they talk mm-hmm. about we and that's it's the company, then they're bought in. But if they talk about where I work, they're not bought in. Absolutely. Yeah. So that's the difference between – and that person could be in an employee role – But what would be most important is if you have somebody in a leadership or a management role and they don't identify as we, they're not bought in fully, then something is disconnected between leadership, ownership, and that person. Mm -hmm. Um, But even down to the very – the front-facing role in an organization I think is the most important because it's usually the first impression. Sure. When somebody calls in, when somebody stops in, that first interaction – if that person is just punching the clock, then your customer experience is already suffering. I, and I can tell you, honestly, and I, and I promise we did not set this up prior. So I went to Disney World when I had to be, <clears throat> I'm trying to think, I was probably seven or eight. So it's been a couple, two, three years ago. And I still remember an interaction I had with Goofy, the mm. char- the person playing Goofy as a character. Yeah. So my interaction with that front-facing person, just what, exactly what you're talking about, I remember that <clears throat> 30 plus years ago when I was down there myself. <laughs> uh, but that's how much of an impression it made on me, even way back then. Right. So you say, well, my business isn't that interesting. Like you couldn't make a movie out of my business. That's not the point. The point is that this is real life, and what people are experiencing with you, with your company, with your team, if it's not memorable. If it's not where you are the most important person standing in front of them because you're the customer right then and there, then your customer experience is already suffering. Mm-hmm. And and that's where it has to be a value, a core value from the top all the way to the bottom of how customers are treated. And I'll give an example later on this a fascinating story, a case study. Um, but if it's not from top to bottom and it's not invested into and it's not trained, the training at Disney is is intense. They don't just say, all right, we're going to have an introduction here and then, you know, 
a week later, you're out in front of customers. Mm-hmm. It's very intensive, very competitive. And for people to win those spots that are actually interacting with customers, you don't just walk into that. There's mm-hmm. a lot of training behind that. Oh, I'm sure. I'm sure. Uh, good stuff here. So we are going to head to a break here shortly. Actually, here really quick, actually. <laughs> so again, we're talking this week with John Hanson. This is part two in our customer experience uh, series that we're doing with John. And again, this week we're talking about uh, customer experience winners and some best practices. Uh, John has an upcoming boot camp, correct? Correct. Uh, here locally in the Columbus, Ohio area. Go out to uh, his Facebook page, Seven Ways, and that's the number seven ways on Facebook, and you can find out more information about that event that will be occurring later in December. So come back after the break. We'll get the Mr. Biz Tip of the Week, and we'll continue talking with John Hansen. Business owners have a continually growing to-do list with little time for revenue-producing activities. With Check Off Your List and their experienced team of virtual assistants, you can focus on growing your business. Visit checkoffyourlist.com to learn how Check Off Your List's skilled team can handle your day-to-day tasks like social media, bookkeeping, calendar maintenance, and much more. Contact Check Off Your List at checkoffyourlist.com or call 888-262-1249 to see how their virtual assistants can help you live to work rather than work to live. Thank you for being a Mr. Biz Solution subscriber and listening to B2B Radio. Would you like to have your business highlighted in this spot? You can reach our entire subscriber base, all of Mr. Biz Nation, every week and archive for future listeners. We can record your very own spot to highlight your business, and you can also use it anywhere else you want, including your website or social media. If you are interested, please email us at info at MrBizSolutions.com. Don't hesitate, because there are limited spots available. To submit questions to the show, email them to info at MrBizSolutions.com. Now, once again, here's Mr. Biz. All right, welcome back to Mr. Biz Radio with me, Mr. Biz, Ken Wentworth. And it is time for the Mr. Biz Tip of the Week. And this week's tip is you don't know what you don't know. Probably sounds very Yogi Berry-ish, right? Anyone familiar with uh, the former Yankee catcher? Uh, Very obvious things or uh, some things that are uh, very obvious to people. Uh, Behind every failed company is a delusional and or, get ready for this, non-self-aware leader. I I think I just made that word up, John. Uh, Non-self-aware. But nonetheless, um, the the point of the whole, the whole point of the tip is to don't, as I say all the time, don't fake the funk. You got to figure out what you, you got to make sure you're Always asking customers, getting feedback from them so you can figure out. You can't fix something if you don't know it's a problem. Same thing with employees. you got to be getting feedback from employees on a regular basis to make sure you can address any sort of issues you have. And if, you, if you're if you not doing those two things, then you're going to fail. I mean, it's not it's not if, it's when. Um, and it might you, you may have a longer runway than some others, uh, depending on the type of business you have. But if you're not doing those two things, I promise you, you will fail in the long run. So. That is the Mr. Biz tip of the week. How's that for dramatics, John? <laughs> yeah, it kind of <laughs> ties it, in well. <laughs> do it or you will be in trouble, yes. Uh, all right, so again, we're talking with John Hansen. Again, go out to Facebook. Um, look up his Facebook page there, Seven Ways. You can find out more about what he's got going on, including this uh, boot camp he's got going on in December here in the Columbus, Ohio area. But, John, tell us about some more customer experience winners and some best practices. The ones – when you look up the stories of the – we talked in that first segment about 
if the leadership's not bought in from the very top level all the way down, mm-hmm. it's not like it filters and rolls downhill. It, it does. <laughs> it's not like the, the person at the bottom can change the entire organization. It has to come from the top down. Sure. So one story that I found to be fascinating was uh, Herb Kelleher, founder of Southwest Airlines, mm-hmm. yep. passed away recently. And I knew that there was something different about their culture. Because if you think about the airline industry, it's one of those industries that is notorious for poor customer mm-hmm. experience. Yep. Cram them in, get as many people in there, overbook, luggage fees. I mean, you name it. You want to give people high blood pressure, start with an airline, okay? Right. <laughs> so how did they redo? How did they have a completely different, totally different experience? Well, you start with the guy at the top. Herb Keller's story is fascinating. Um, they're the largest low-cost carrier um, but what was so fascinating about him was that he genuinely cared for people. One of the remarkable traits of him was that he was able to remember a person's name from meeting them the first time, uh, the people on his team. Mm-hmm. Anybody that worked for Southwest Airlines at any position, Herb had the ability to memorize their name. And so he cared that much. He was known for being a, an excellent listener that he celebrated people's successes uh, and their motto of love people, have fun, and make money. All three of those go together so extremely well that a lot of companies um, can focus on one or two of those mm-hmm. or usually just the one of how do we make money and stay in business. Right. But if you combine all three, I mean, who wouldn't want to work there, mm-hmm. right? And the, the fact that there's so many videos that have gone viral of what the staff at Southwest Airlines, whether they're on the plane or at the gate or the pilots, the experience that people have is entirely different. It's totally world class, the experience they have. But it started at the very top with the culture that Herb not only – it's one thing to put it on the wall, to put on a poster to say these are our core values for our organization. But if the person at the top doesn't embody it – it doesn't go anywhere. Herb gave an example once. He was in an elevator with a CEO, and two employees of that CEO's company came into the elevator. He didn't even acknowledge them, didn't even say hi. And Herb's point was, just start with saying hello to your people. I mean, that not that kind of a no-brainer? And you might be thinking, like, I'm a small business. Of course I say hello. There's, there's five of us, or there's <laughs> 25 of us. I can't avoid saying hello. That's not the point. The point is that if the culture is not such that we're going to have fun, we're going to take care, great care of people. We're going to love people, and we're going to make money. That's an organization where a, an excellent customer experience can thrive because, as we talked before, the four types of customers you have, the most important one is not your external. Your external customers pay the bills that keeps the lights on, yes, but unless you're a solopreneur and it's just you – You have a team working with you or for you that if they're not taken the very best care of, you're going to have a revolving door. And we know what churn does to the customer experience. If your internal team is experiencing that, there's no way that your external customer is having a great experience with you. Yeah. Yeah, I can tell you. I I had an experience that ties directly into this when I was working at J.P. Morgan Chase. was based here in Columbus, Ohio. Traveled to New York City pretty often. Uh, The CEO there, Jamie Dimon. Didn't have a whole lot of interactions with him, but had some here and there. Um, and he got into the elevator when I was up there one time. And I'll, I'll probably never forget this. And by the way, I should mention Mrs. Biz always says that I have man, <laughs> I had a man crush on him. Uh, so I, I, fu- I have to fully admit that. But he got into the elevator, 
And now he looked at me, smiled, and said hi. And he said, Ken from Columbus, right? Now, J.P. Morgan Chase has, well, at the time, had 260,000 employees, right? Oh Worldwide, gosh. 60 countries, whatever. Uh, and he, I had interactions with him, but not a lot. Now, he probably didn't remember my last name, but nonetheless, he remembered first my name. first name and yeah. that I was from Columbus, right? <laughs> uh, so it was, was, was a pretty cool experience. And like I said, I'll be special with the man crush. I'll never forget that. <clears throat> kind of chokes me up talking about it. Um, <laughs> but it was really, really cool. Um, and so I can definitely relate to that. I'll tell you one of the things I used to do. Uh, not to say that I was great at this or anything, but for my team, we had a point where we were going through a very stressful time, and we had uh, some goals we had to reach each week. And I told them, I said, here's what I'm going to do. Each week, on Thursday, we're going to set the goal for Thursday, end of day Thursday. We're going to come in Friday morning, and if we have reached our goal, we'll look at the numbers. If we've reached our goal, you guys pick a song, and I'm going to make a dance up it's at least 60 seconds long. Yeah. Now, I'm going to do it in the aisleway right here in front of everybody. And so everyone was like, I mean, you want to talk about, because, of course. Motivation, yeah. <laughs> Mr. Biz isn't exactly a rug cutter, okay? I'm just going to say. Uh, he thinks he is, but he's really not. It's just terrible. So, uh, But they look forward to it, loved it. By the way, we never missed a goal during the six weeks because they appreciate it. And by the way, that was 10 years ago probably. Yeah, it's about 10 years ago. I go to lunch with some of the same people now, and, and they, they still bring it up. They still remember it. They still it. bring it up. Yes. So, again, if we go back to the Disney example, right, part of the thing that's so important about customer experience is being memorable. Unfortunately, most things that stick in our heads are the negative mm-hmm. memorables. Those have more mileage than the positive ones. So in order for there to be a positive experience internally within your organization and externally especially – because internally they have interaction on a daily basis. Externally, it's not like that. Even if you have repeat customers, it's not going to be every day. Mm-hmm. So in order for it to be a positive memory that sticks, think about how much more beyond the normal their interaction with you needs to be. It doesn't need to be fake or hype, but it does need to be far more than what they experience anywhere else. Mm-hmm. They need to know that they are special, and that uniqueness that they experience only with you mm-hmm is what sets you apart in your customer experience. Yeah, yeah, definitely, definitely. I can definitely relate to that mm-hmm. on the receiving end and hopefully on the on the giving end as well. Well, <laughs> hopefully, my awful, horrible dancing. Uh, they, actually, the, the debate the last time we went to lunch and I was talking with some of these guys was which one was the funniest uh-huh. of the yeah. six. Uh, six times I had to do that. <laughs> uh, so good stuff. All right, so again, we're talking with John Hansen. Go out and check out his Facebook page, Seven Ways, and you can find out more of what he's doing, including his boot camp coming up in Columbus here in December. Um, we'll come back after the break. We'll continue talking with him on Mr. Biz Radio. Are you frustrated with trying to grow your business? You're not alone because the business growth experts at TriTraction are here to help. TriTraction's proven business systems, marketing, and sales formula has helped many businesses like yours achieve amazing results. Could your company benefit from explosive sales growth and a huge jump in website traffic? Call 800-719-4281 today for a free consultation with the business growth experts at TriTraction. That's 800-719-4281. Systems plus marketing plus sales equals business growth. Thank you for being a Mr. Biz Solutions subscriber and listening to B2B Radio. Would you like to have your business highlighted in this spot? You can reach our entire subscriber base, all of Mr. Biz Nation, every week and archive for future listeners. We can record your very own spot to highlight your business, and you can also use it anywhere else you want, including your website or social media. 
If you are interested, please email us at info at mrbizsolutions.com. Don't hesitate because there are limited spots available. Check out both of Mr. Biz's national best-selling books, Pathway to Profits, and How to Be a Cash Flow Pro on Amazon. Now, once again, here's Mr. Biz. All right, welcome back to Mr. Biz Radio with me, Mr. Biz Ken Wentworth, and we are brought to you by Capital Plus, the unlock your capital and unleash your business potential. Create customized financial solutions for growing businesses nationwide. All right, so back at it here. We've only got one segment left. And I know we want to talk about some more customer experience winners and some best practices. So hit me. What do you got, I'm John? I'm going to try and do two here in this last right, segment. Let's, let's so make I'm going to buzz a little bit. Maybe I'll, I'll keep my mouth shut a little more. <laughs> I thought you did a great job with that. I, I thought, man, I was trying to cover two per segment, but there's so much good stuff every time you start to unpack just one of these. Yeah, yeah. So, and I kind of give away what I was going to save as kind of a wrap-up in the last segment already. So I'll just kind of touch on it. Okay. But let's start with Ritz-Carlton. Ritz-Carlton is a, what they put in the luxury section of, of the hotels. They were bought by Marriott recently. Um, their average price for a stay is about 350 per night. Their vacancy rate is about uh, 25% of their uh, how full they are on mm-hmm. a regular basis, about 75%. Mm-hmm. The industry average is about 67%. So if you take you know what they charge, and they charge more, significantly more than the national average, right. um, it's not just that, though. Uh, it's that there are – so many as i studied this company out they started their they founded their own leadership center in 2000 so that not only their team but companies external companies can come in and be trained by their specialists in leadership and how that all ties into the customer experience mm-hmm. um but th- and we shared a story from a podcast a few times back where they keep literally a live book on every guest and it has access – every hotel has access. They have 90-some-plus locations worldwide. Every location has access to that customer's book. So every person on staff is tasked with gathering intel on every guest. So when a guest comes, you have all these eyeballs gathering what do they like, what do they don't like, what are they here in town for, what dates are important to them, what food do they like, what wine do they like, what fruit do they like. They, they collect all this so that when people come back – Hello, Mr. Smith. Welcome back. How was uh, – and that was a conference. How was your conference? I know you had a public speaking event here last time. What was the response from that? That just blows you away. Sure. That person behind the desk that you've never seen before has just told you why you were here in town the last time. Right. <laughs> They've already bridged the gap of we know each other. Mm-hmm. Not only do we know each other like I know your name, you know my name if you're you know good enough to get it off the card and right. some are that good. But their database is so good that they save all these preferences. So when somebody comes back, it's like their family that's returning and they're just starting the relationship and deepening it from there. The experience is so custom tailored. Not only that, but they have a a $2,000 rule that anybody on staff at any level of the organization, if they need to fix something to make it right for that person's stay, they have up to $2,000 in latitude. Now I know it's a small business like we can't afford to do that. It's not the amount. Right. It's the point. Yep. The freedom that's given to the staff to make things right because they know that the customer experience is what will bring them back ties in the fact that the quality of the experience more than exceeds the price people pay to stay there. And it's exactly – so I can tie that to Disney, first company you mentioned, mm-hmm. and now Ritz-Carlton. Mm-hmm. You know, Again, numbers nerd alert, but 75% uh, – uh, attendance, not attendance, what am I looking for? Um, not vacancy, opposite of vacancy. Um, 
Occupancy, yes, thank you. Occupancy. Uh, 75% occupancy, industry standard, so it's higher despite the fact that they charge you significantly more. Disney World, yeah, as right. you mentioned, people come from far and wide. And the other thing I was going to mention with that, if you've been to, to Disney World, you notice there's a lot of international people there as well. So right. imagine what they've paid right. to come to the United States to, to, to uh, venture to Disney World in, in Florida specifically. But so And it's it's the happiest place on earth, but it's gosh darn expensive too. Right. Uh, but people will pay it. Yes, they will. Because of the, the customer experience that you get. So That's it's right. definitely a tie in between those two. Yes. And then I saved the, the one that I think as – if it's not – besides Amazon, one of the industry leaders when you think of customer experience, it's Chick-fil-A. Um, they – this year, early this year, they became the number three largest restaurant in the U.S. after McDonald's and Starbucks. Now, what's remarkable about that is they're only open six days a week. <laughs> right. Six days a week, and they – they, on average, their menu is a little bit more expensive uh, than you, if you want a chicken sandwich, you can get one at Wendy's, the one they passed up to take the number three spot for less. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's all the things that go into that. That's why it's wrapped around the block at lunchtime and everybody's happy. Nobody's mad. Nobody's honking their horns. Nobody's like, where's my food? Why is that? Well, it's not accidental. Right. It's totally on purpose because if, if I had to start with the very first one, it's, it's the core values of the company from the very top down. And so, again, if you're not getting this, you talked about um, in your tip of the week, unself-aware owners. Mm-hmm. You have to know how you're coming across to your team and you have to know how you're coming across to your external customers. And it really does start with the owner. So – if that's in place, then you got to look at your team. And if that's in place, you got to look at your processes. But you always start with the people, and you always start with the people in charge. So why is it? Why is that experience like that? Well, you get what you pay for. I know that might be shocking. But, <laughs> again, if you wanted to raise people's blood pressure or if you want a quick story that's memorable, it's never positive when it comes to fast food. Yeah, never positive. Yeah. Except for those industry outliers, and Chick-fil-A is one of them. Mm-hmm. Why is that? Well, they pay. They pay more to their employees, significantly more than what the typical going rate is for people working in fast food. And next time you go into one, notice that the average age of the person working there is not your typical age of people in the fast food industry. They like to promote from within. So if somebody's doing a great job as a frontline employee, they want to move them up. And they recognize that and reward. Career Builder said that the number one reason why people stay or why they leave is recognition of the lack of it. Work. Life balance was number two. Compensation was number three. So if you're not recognizing and rewarding people doing a great job, guess where they're going to go? Somewhere, Somewhere else. else. <laughs> Compensation. So if you get all three of those, not only that, but Chick-fil-A provides um, scholarships for education, uh, free food on shift. Uh, some places only discount. Mm-hmm. Some will give it for free. But the whole experience for the internal customer and then for the external customer, is world-class, and it's all intentional, it's all well-trained, and it's all well-recognized. But it starts from the very top. We were just at a Chick-fil-A last Friday. Uh, we, Mrs. Biz and I were heading out somewhere, and we were taking the kids down to uh, my brother and sister-in-law's house, and they wanted Chick-fil-A. She said, what do you guys want? And the kids wanted Chick-fil-A, so we stopped. On a Friday afternoon, it was around 5 o'clock, there was a line, as you said, drive through was wrapped around a building. Mrs. Biz said, just park and I'll, wa- I'll walk in. Now, again, she's a nurse, non-business, non-process-oriented type person. 
She came back out. She was in there for probably 10 minutes. She comes back out, and she, I said, I bet that was a madhouse. She said, those are the happiest, busy people I've ever seen in my life. And she said, by the way, you need to go in there next time when it's busy to see how efficient they are. Yes. She said, everyone knows what they're supposed to be doing, when they're supposed to be doing it. And she said, they all have smiles on their face. She said, I would be pulling my hair out. you know. So she noticed that. And, and you know, she's, she doesn't think that way, you know. She doesn't yeah. have that mindset of looking for things like that. So Your wife's line is probably the best line of this segment, I think. The happiest, most – the people under stress, the happiest stressed people she's ever seen. <laughs> right. And it's true. That's That was my experience as well. Um, but it's so intentional. It is not accidental that it's that way Yeah. because that's counterintuitive. The more the stress level goes up, typically the more the service goes down. And Absolutely. that is just not the case at Chick-fil-A. Yeah. Yeah, good yeah. stuff. Good stuff. Well, those are some definitely, uh, definitely some customer experience winners with some great examples, John. So, I really appreciate you giving those. And I'm hoping that, and I'm sure that the listeners are able to take from those. And I know you gave some really good examples on how to correlate that with a small business. So I think that's the most important part about this, uh, as well as most of our listeners are the small businesses, um, small business owners. Again, John, uh, really appreciate you coming on the show. Go out to John's Facebook page, Seven Ways, Number Seven Ways. Find out more about. The seven ways and uh what he's doing uh, he's got a book how to wow your customers right that's right yeah. wow your customers, wow your customers. seven ways to world-class service yeah. yes yeah. So thanks again john for coming on the show i really appreciate it my pleasure thank you all right thanks for listening thanks to our show sponsor capital plus have a great week and don't forget cash flow is king this has been mr biz radio sponsored by capital plus a division of united capital funding group Capital Plus is your trusted resource for commercial financing and accounts receivable management. They've been providing working capital to businesses nationally for more than 27 years. Learn more about them at capplus.com forward slash Mr. Biz. Or to schedule a free consultation, call 855-522-3951.